look at that list and think, if I don't do this, it will be the end of all Christmas or Hanukkah or holidays as we know it. If I don't buy the turkey, it will be the end of all Christmas as we know it. Welcome to You're Not the Boss of Me. If you are determined to break glass ceilings and build it your way, this show is for you. I'm your host, Beth Graves, and I am obsessed with helping you to not just dream it, but make the plan, connect the dots, and create what you crave. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, hey, my friends. Welcome, welcome back. And it came to me today. I've been feeling in this a little bit of a podcast slump, thinking, do I just take a break during the holiday season? And realizing that was just a thought. And I had a new thought that that came to me. And as I was starting to pull out some holiday Christmas things, thinking about Thanksgiving, making some decisions, and I wanted to have a series that would help all of you to have the very, very best, most joyful, without stress, learning some new skills that I've learned in the past few years about how to really create the feeling you want to feel, how to tell people no when it's something that isn't for you, and to not feel depleted at the end of whether you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, what I, many times I will say Christmas because that is the holiday that I celebrate, but I'll do my best to talk holidays. We're coming up on Thanksgiving, and I want you to stay with me on this series and come over to Camp Elevate because we are also doing a 12-day giveaway, and I'm bringing in some of the very, very best experts and having some conversations on this podcast over the next few Mondays that are going to, I think, open doors for us not to feel like it's got, I've got to create this perfect breakfast because it's what everybody else expects. I need to go to my in-law's house. I need to get on a plane. I need to volunteer to be the turkey maker for the hockey team. And at the end of it, you're depleted, you're exhausted, and you haven't put yourself first. Let's first talk about what is it about, Is it? I think it's our conditioning, that we saw our mothers busting their butts to make everything perfect. And I also, I, some things that we'll be exploring as well will be when someone opens a gift or when you create this perfect gingerbread house experience and it's not received the way you want it to be received, are you conditional upon other people's responses for your happiness? I know I've done that plenty of times. I even did it as as close to last year when I did, when Mackenzie was having a bunch of friends over and I have this fire pit, we're going to have s'mores and I put together this entire s'more basket and then they just didn't feel like having s'mores. They made a couple and they came inside and that's when you have to say was what where did I find the joy? What was what's the feeling I was looking for and their happiness on making s'mores or wanting to make those gingerbread houses, it's not a reflection on you. So we're, I'm going to give you some quick, quick tips to, first of all, set the vision and the intention. And I know that sounds like I've done this before, Beth. Please, let's do this together and come to Camp Elevate because 
I am determined that we are going to basically put together our navigational system, our guidebook that will allow us to have a magical time over the next two weeks. Whether that looks like you're sitting in a bubble bath, ordering things on Amazon that people truly want, or maybe you decide you're having a one gift Christmas, maybe you're not doing Christmas cards, maybe you are, but you are choosing what it is that brings you the feeling that you want to have. And you, my friend, are not the holder of all Christmas joy and happiness. Yes, we want to create magical experiences for our families. But that might look a little different when you have the conversation around asking, what do you truly want to have happen over these next four days that we are together? Or what is your favorite thing about Christmas Eve? So let's dive in. And first of all, I want to read a podcast review. I haven't done this in a while, and it occurred to me that the reviews are what allow more people to find the podcast. And my goal of helping over 1 million women to dive into their greatness, find their superpower, and stop living inside the constricted lines of the coloring book that someone once upon a time told us. So I'm going to teach you to color outside the lines and create exactly what it is you crave. That's my goal. Whether we do it in real life, Camp Elevate, whether I do it with business advice in your entrepreneurial journey or connect you with wildly crazy, amazing, incredible mentors and guides and teachers and coaches, that's why I am here. I hope for you to show up a little bit more bold and maybe we can have the courage to do it together. And the only way that that happens is if we get this podcast into the hands of other phenomenal women just like you. So I'm going to ask you today as a little Thanksgiving favor, will you screenshot this podcast or click the three little dots and share the link with someone that you know would really appreciate one of the episodes Could you also leave a review if you haven't done so yet? And I'm going to read this one from One Hello Nurse. This podcast is so fulfilling. It provides so much content and education to build you to be your best entrepreneurial self. Beth makes you sincerely feel as if you're sitting around a fire sharing golden nuggets of knowledge. Blessed to have crossed paths with this amazing human. I may have already read that one but I really, really like it. Um, I'm going to read one more that says, wow, this podcast is amazing. Oh, that first one was Hello Nurse. This is Ash 66442678. Wow, this podcast is amazing. She does such a great job with explaining things in a way that anyone can understand. Um, And she talks about the network marketing and that this is a great network marketing podcast. It's at the top of the list. And if you want to learn from the best, come on over. I love it. And I love this one where someone says, I give a boost like the good girlfriend that's pumping you up. That's what I hope to be. All right, friends, the number one thing I want you to do, and we are going to have some quick episodes, and I most likely am going to be putting out a couple because we need to get some of this work done before December 20th. And if we wait to do the five episodes of how we're going to slay our new holiday list, which is not our to-do list, but our how to have more joy and do less list. So my sister, Chris, she is an absolute like Christmas elf. She finds such great joy in the baking and the cooking and the activity. And 
bringing her friends into this mix and her family into this mix. And if she didn't have all of that, she would not, I think she would feel unfulfilled. So I know that I am someone who doesn't really thrive in all of that craziness. So I don't do all those things. So first of all, I want you to do a visualization exercise. And I want you to think that you're thinking back Maybe it's you're sitting five years from this holiday season and you are thinking back in that memory of the perfect, and remember it's not perfect because everybody receives the gifts that they want to receive, but how did it feel? How did you feel between that November Thanksgiving date all the way until you're sitting at New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? How did you feel? Who were you spending time with and what were those things that you were doing? And even if you sit today, if you don't want to do it from looking in the past, sit today and think, how do I want to feel on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day, or on each of the celebration days of Hanukkah? How do I want to feel on New Year's Eve? Think and trust your intuition of of when you think about going into a loud, big party on New Year's Eve, what does that feel? Does that feel like a heck yes? Or does it feel like a no, no, no? I'd much rather have a fire with four intimate friends or invite a friend over and make vision boards. What feels like a yes? So we're going to do a brain dump exercise. We're going to do this brain dump exercise in one, two, three. The for everything that you can come up with, and I know that this is not a to-do list, but everything that you can come up with that you are responsible or have been responsible or think you need to be responsible or anything that you've done in the past, like maybe it is, oh, I put a basket of snacks out for the UPS. I want you to just dump the list of every single thing that you can come up with that needs to happen over the next few weeks. And we're not even going to attach any judgment to this list. We're just making the list. Stocking stuffers. Maybe you've always brought a uh, an apple pie to the neighbor down the street. Perhaps you've always gone Christmas caroling. If you have kids in school and the teachers need gifts, perhaps you have Christmas cards. Maybe it's a Christmas day phone call to an aunt, a parent. Perhaps you've always hosted a cookie exchange. What parties have you gone to in the past? What outfits will you need? Like, do you do Christmas Eve pajamas? Do you send texts out to all of your friends like Happy New Year, Merry Christmas? Do you do a special post on your for your team? So keep all like just keep dumping and dumping and dumping and dumping. And then even go to each member of your family. And I don't want you to take the responsibility off of them, but I want it on a list. And I want you to ask your son, your daughter, your your mom, like what is it that is on your mind that you would think I provide for you for for Christmas or because here's what we want to do is once we have this list, we're going to take things off and ask people that can do things for us that don't give us joy. We're going to have the conversation of passing on the responsibility or hiring it out or just getting rid of it. So on that list, perhaps you are always responsible for the Santa presents for your kids. You're, you have a partner, 
she, he has never taken the responsibility and you have just decided this is, this is what I do. This is on me. What if that doesn't bring you joy? What if the shopping for the Santa items doesn't bring you joy? That is a conversation that you can have with your partner that says like this year, I am going to ask that you take over the Santa buying. That means you get the list from the kids or however that works. Perhaps you're going to sit down with your family and say, hey, this year we are going to do the five gift, whatever. Like in my vision, we don't have a bunch of junk this year. In my vision, there's three beautiful boxes for each family member. And we've also decided to give a gift to someone who so deserves it. So that's what happens in my vision. And then what happens in real life is one of my habits is thinking, I need more, I need more, I need more because I can't, like I've worked on this. You Maybe you relate and all of a sudden you're at the dollar store buying junk and, and rock painting kits. And in my vision, that is not what I'm seeing. And so that doesn't need to go on my list. So then what I want you to do is to categorize the number ones. Look at that list and think, if I don't do this, it will be the end of all Christmas or Hanukkah or holidays as we know it. If I don't buy the turkey, it will be the end of all Christmas as we know it. So write down the ones. And the threes are things that are extras that you might maybe can do, maybe will do, maybe won't do. That might be maybe you have in the past and thought, well, maybe this year I'll again do a vision board party for my team. But it's not a must, must do. And then number two are the things that you usually do that you normally do that you could drop the ball on. Like just think, what is the high, high, high priority? Like if I don't buy my mother a present and I'm responsible for the family present, it brings me great joy to put this together. That is something that needs to happen. And so I'm going to put that on the timeline of a shopping space. And this isn't a productivity. All of you can figure out how do I shop? When do I ship? There's, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll bring, I'll even bring someone on. I'm going to ask Megan Sumral to come on who does all kinds of productivity hacks to help you with that timeline. But here's the idea of this list. First of all, we did this visualization, this meditation of you closing your eyes and and it's the motions. It's walking into your house. How does it smell? How does it feel? What kind of decorations, if any, are up? Who's coming over on Christmas Eve? What music is playing? What do the gifts look like? What does the dinner feel like? Perhaps you're at dinner on the beach or you're at a beautiful dinner out and you're no longer making this 18-course meal. Because you can also think, what brings me stress? And here's one. Here's one I'm going to share. It's been an expectation every single year for me. My husband just like, you're going to make breakfast, right? You're going to do the pancakes and the this and the that and the eggs and the this and the that. It's part of a tradition that he likes. He doesn't listen to this podcast, I don't think. But every year that it happens, I'm not excited about it. In fact, right now, even talking about it, I'm feeling some, I can, I just did a quick body scan. I'm feeling it in my gut area, which means shame. So I'm feeling a little shame around not wanting to be the brunch maker because I end up making, I end up leaving the, the present area. I end up, I'd love to just take a walk. I'd love to go someplace. I would love not to be in charge of the Christmas morning breakfast because everybody eats and then 
I'm, I've got this mess to clean up. I don't enjoy cleaning it up. Guess what? It's not my responsibility to provide this beautiful pancake breakfast if it's not bringing me joy. So we're going to have a conversation. Mackenzie already said, hey, why don't we go to brunch on Christmas morning? And if it's a super huge value, if like, because my husband is a creature of habit that he wants to have this Christmas brunch or breakfast, I'm going to give it over to him. I am going to say, hey, this year, how about you cook? Or this year, we're going to find some place that we can order in or go out. But just thinking about that one thing, I realized I can say no. And I still, I'm working through this right now. Like, why do I feel like I, I don't want to disappoint him? I know this is important to him. And if he were to say to me, this is the only thing that I look forward to at Christmas. And that was his one request. I may, because I, I don't cook. I am not somebody that enjoys being in the kitchen. So why would I do it during a time of year when it's for only four days that I have with my whole family together? Does that make sense? So on this list, when you think these are the things that must happen, I must create the breakfast, the breakfast extravaganza for Christmas morning because I've done it every morning. So then I want you to look at the list of the ones and the twos and the threes and decide if if you weren't here to keep anybody else happy, if it was your perfect, I want to be in a joyful, in a calm, in in a the state of feeling that isn't obligated. What it's more of an obligation, and then resentment over joyful connecting and love. Obligated resentment is how I feel when I'm making that breakfast and I get up really fast and all of a sudden I have a kitchen full of dirty dishes and it's like obligated resentment when half the food isn't eaten and I'm like, that's not something that's happening this year. I want to be in a joyful, connected, loving state. And in order for me to do that, I mean, my husband probably doesn't even know that I don't even like making that breakfast. My kids probably don't even like eating it. So let's decide and you know we'll have a family meeting on this. I'm going to say this is where I draw the line. And I'm going to also ask them like what what do they feel is the perfect Christmas Eve and Christmas Day? What are the traditions that they love? Because I certainly don't want to stop traditions that they love because part of my love language is creating experiences, but I could say, let's brainstorm some other ways to do this. And it might be fun for me to turn over the reins. I could get I could get my husband an apron. I could show him how to look up recipes. And he may really, really enjoy making that Christmas brunch. Or he may say, yeah, let's go out. Let's go to a huge buffet. Like, I would love nothing more than that. So when you look at that list, I want you to think, is this an obligation that makes me feel a heck yes, joyful, joyful, connected, and loving versus obligation and resentment, joyful, connected, and loving. And then I also, I know that in my conversations, I also want to think about what is, and these are the, this is the question I want you to ask your people, your humans. Um, I love that Pinky Patel, she has an Instagram account and she calls them her roommates when she talks about her kids, my roommates. <laughs> When I say to Donnie, what is really, really important for you 
for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And he says, I really love going to church on Christmas Eve. I really love it. I loved when we used to do that. We used to go to 7 p.m. We could all do that again. That's not a that that creates that connection. And when I know that it's that's what's keeping him happy, then I wouldn't have that resentment over everybody get to church. So we have to balance this out. But my question here is, is have you had the conversation of something that you're like, I just don't want to do this. We've done a lot of this over the years. Like when I wish I would have known this when the kids were younger, when we have said no to, we don't fly out anymore. This was, and my husband had this request. So I should remember this. At one point he said, I want to be home on Christmas Eve and Christmas day, not flying across the country. And I had that conversation with my mom to say, hey, we really want to create memories in our house and be home. So how about we plan a January trip? Because really the goal and the value is being together. Or you could come here and spend time with us. And so learning to say no without, well, I've got all these obligations. We're going to have a whole podcast episode on how to have tough conversations without creating excuses and we do have these tough conversations because people pleasing is part of our codependent learned conditioned behavior. And if we're going to step into a truly, truly magical place of not feeling that we're doing things out of obligation, but we're doing things out of love and joy, we will be in a much, what I would call grounded, more joyful. No one wants to walk around with someone that's constantly feeling like a victim because they haven't learned to say no. So for example, on the Christmas brunch, I don't think my husband wants me feeling upset about it. I think he thinks I actually like it. I'm thinking about this and like doing this whole breakdown rundown with you. So I need to tell him I no longer want to be the chef for Christmas brunch. Let's think of some alternatives. I love you, but this is no longer bringing me joy and the conversation. So the next thing that I want you to do with this list is look at the list and think, okay, so on my list, buying the dogs Christmas presents, super important. My husband's, did you get the dog their Christmas presents? We love to watch them open the presents and play with the presents, but it's always last minute and I look at it and it's a no. So I'm going to delegate at our family meeting, I'm going to say, here's the list of everything that needs to happen. My husband always gets a Christmas tree. What if he doesn't like getting the Christmas tree? What if he, I think he loves it. I last year decorated the Christmas tree by myself and I was super resentful. So if they want decorations on the Christmas tree, I'm thinking, this is what I'm thinking is that we will have, what I would like to have is Donnie and his friends over to have a Christmas, a deck the halls little party where we can, and he might say no. So, and I have to be okay with that. But if I want to have a beautifully decorated Christmas tree, I am going to have someone come in and do it for me. I am going to hire it because I don't enjoy putting the, the decorations on the Christmas tree. And so see how that works. It brings me great joy to think, oh my gosh, for probably a hundred bucks, I could pay somebody to come in and create a beautiful Christmas experience. I'm going to do just that because, hey, I could do one 
half hour consult call with someone that I love doing that is putting the pieces together for their business. And that is a $250 30 minute call. So, oh wait, I just paid somebody to come in and decorate my whole house for Christmas because I'm not the one that wants to, I, like, I don't put on that Christmas music and go deck the halls, but I do love a beautiful, clean Christmas feel. So I'm going to do that right after this podcast. I'm going to figure that out. So you're looking at the whole list and you're thinking about what do I want to keep doing? What do I want to start doing? And what do I want to stop doing? And so as you look at the obligation, so is it an obligation to send your mother-in-law a card, a Christmas gift? Then, And if you don't want that obligation any longer, perhaps you are going to say to someone in your family, hey, can you be responsible? My daughter is is an expert shopper. She loves shopping. I am going to say, hey, can you be responsible for this list of gifts? Here's the price limit. Um, You're going to have to call. I'll send you the contacts. Can you do this on this day? Can you be responsible for this part? Get those gifts mailed out. She's going to say yes because she loves shopping. I can just tell you she does. And if she wants to say no, she can say no, and I can actually find somebody else to do that. Um, I know that my son would love to shop for the dogs. It's just giving him the space and saying, hey, head on over to PetSmart, go with your girlfriend Zoe, and here, she can buy some lizard presents too, and making it fun for them, a scavenger hunt, they would love to do that. So That is what I want you to do with your list, the keep, start, stop. Now, what do you need to stop doing? You do not have to go to every holiday party. If you're an introvert, you can say no to any party. You don't have to attend. So perhaps you have some business parties that you must attend because it's it's required. I would stop and say, will I lose my job? Is this something that I need to do? Is this something that I want to do? Does this bring me joy? So start to think in terms of those obligations. Do you go to a cookie exchange every year? And is it something you look forward to connecting? I love when we have our tennis Christmas round robin and we bring a gift exchange. We didn't have one last year, so I'm putting that on start. I am going to schedule and plan a Christmas, Hanukkah, holiday round robin where everybody dresses in red and green and blue and they bring a fun, usable tennis gift. I'm going to plan that this year because that that just that just lit me up thinking about it. But the cookie exchange that I was I've we stopped in 2020 that I had been going to, I haven't liked going for a long time. I'd rather take a walk with two or three of those neighbors. Okay, friends. So your keep list, your start list, your stop list. And what do you need to do for yourself so that you stay in a connected, joyful, loving state? And anything that pulls you away from connected, joyful, and loving is a hard no. And it might be hard for your sister or your cousin for you to say, I'm not going to be attending. It's not, I'm choosing not to attend. Thank you for the invitation. And then stop the conversation. You do not need to justify. Here's where I will give you a caveat. When you have kids, for example, there's holiday parties at school. I don't know what they're doing now with COVID, but I finally asked my daughter, what is important for you? This is like fourth and fifth grade. There was It was always this like crazy, the hallways filled, and I used to get super stressed out. It wasn't fun 
for me to go. And I said, do you want me to come to your holiday party? And not all the parents were there and they were mostly just talking with each other. And she said to me, you know what I would love? I would love to go to the, and there was usually a holiday production at the Kravitz Center with Kate and her mom and Gracie and her mom. So all of a sudden we could create this new holiday tradition and that helped her to feel very connected. And I loved that time over pushing through the hallways and all of the, all of those pieces. So I want you to do the keep, start, stop. And I really, really want you to think about if I didn't have to keep anybody happy, if it was, if I didn't feel this responsibility to keep everybody happy, what would my Christmas look like? What would my Hanukkah look like? What would New Year's Eve look like? And then bringing your, your roommates, your humans, your family members that you really, really care about. I really, it's very important to me that I say to Mackenzie, you are here for four days. How does, what are the things that you would love to do? And I can say no to her if she's like, I want to go to the beach every day. And that doesn't feel like love to me. I would say, oh, okay, you know what? I'm going to go with you on one day. So you have to decide, am I doing this? Like for me, connection and being with my family members is a really, really, really important value for me. But I can say no to things that if she were like, hey, let's go bring 17,000 people out to dinner and the X, Y, Z, I could say no to that. Nope, that's not a fit. And also you can have, uh, and maybe I'll bring somebody on. This is a great conversation of having boundaries around the money that gets brought into the whole Christmas holiday conversation as well. So this, this is your assignment. You know, that, that real, that's, I understand the assignment, making that list, putting it in priorities, and then honestly looking at it and saying, okay, brunch on Christmas morning. Ugh, if you feel the no, then you don't have to do it. You get to say no, yes to you, because when you are in a joyful, connected, loving, high energy state, guess what? You are better. Your family is better. Your business is better. So perhaps you look at your team Zoom schedule and you realize, wow, it's really going to be hard for me to fit in my 8 p.m. team huddle on the next four Sundays because we, I have family coming in. And instead of running upstairs and doing that, perhaps you get with some other leaders and you say, hey, I'm going to step out from being the lead. Who would like to take the next four days? I did something kind of unheard of for this. We have a customer appreciation group for people that are looking at their health and wellness. If you are not in my group and part of my company and you want to look at winning some health and wellness, like our green smoothies and our detox kits and some of, I love the collagen uh, protein gel, we're going to be doing 12 days of giveaways. And normally I am the one in the group or hiring a VA to do it, mailing out the gifts and posting. And this year I went into my admin group and I said, who wants to completely take this over for the 12-day giveaway? And I didn't say, I've done it for seven years. I need to bring more leaders into the mix. All that I said was, who wants to take, take on the 12-day giveaway this year? I didn't even offer up paying for the prizes because it's a collective group. And I had eight volunteers, eight volunteers. All right. So that is what I have for you 
for today. I would love for you to come over and share your list in Camp Elevate. And we are having a giveaway for the sharing of the Keep Start Stop. Um, You will see a post go up at 10 a.m. on Monday when so the, this podcast goes out at 6 at 10 a.m. on Monday with the first 12-day giveaway so get on over into Camp Elevate because we're giving away some entrepreneurial prizes some self-care prizes and we are going to really dive deep into how to navigate and slay your holiday season so you can feel more joyful more connected and say no to the things that don't bring you joy. Thank you so much for being with me on this episode. I love and appreciate all of you. If you are in the U.S. and celebrating Thanksgiving, enjoy being connected, fueling that feeling of love, and take a moment if you start to feel a little stress, something going on with your travel, you're in the kitchen with 14 ants, Remind yourself to take a breathing break. Five deep breaths in, holding at the top for four, releasing that breath. And if you do that six to seven to eight times a day, you will reset that nervous system. All right, friends, I'll see y'all next week. Thank you so much for hanging with me today on the podcast. And remember, you can create what you crave. If you're looking for a supportive sisterhood, I would love to see you over in our free Facebook group. As most of you know, I love camp. It's part of your not the boss of me because when we're building this thing, we're doing this thing, we need a supportive sisterhood. And I also crave more fun and more connection. Join us at camp over in the Facebook world thecampelevategroup.com or just click on the link below and we will see you around our campfire and help you to create what you crave.